You're listening to Tim Talks, Taking Interest in Ministry, a conversation between two great friends with over 70 years of ministry between them. Ministering on opposite sides of the border, Dr. Al Stone is the General Director of Bearing Precious Seed Canada and Pastor Emeritus of the Bible Baptist Church in St. Thomas, Ontario, Canada, while Pastor Dan Wolven pastors the North Columbus Baptist Church in Columbus, Ohio. Listen now as Al and Dan review and relate their experiences in hopes of helping others who are taking an interest in ministry. Now, here is Tim Talks. Welcome to Tim Talks. The Friday edition. Wow, another cup of steaming hot coffee. I'm telling you, I wouldn't be able to slurp it. My my tongue would be swollen. I'd be going, No, no, no. It's a trick. Um, It's a Yeti cup. Of course, we've talked about Yeti many times. Yep. They ought to be a sponsor. Yes, we have should. sold the product many times. Um, so yeah, it's just a Yeti cup, keeping it hot, keeping it where it's supposed to be, and that's where you want it hot. You don't want lukewarm. I yep. spew that out of my mouth. Yep, as the Lord does the lukewarm Christian in church. There you go. Um, so we made it to Friday. Yes. So far, so good. Wow, a whole Listeners week are listening. into the year. Yep. Only fifty-one yep. left this year. Wow, it's going to go by so fast. Yes. So um, this year we've got pastors praying and waking their kids up with Tim Talks. We've got um, wives getting ready in the in the washroom, as we say here in Canada, in the bathroom, waking her, their husbands up. That's good. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've got people uh, driving to work, listening. Yep. People going to school and listening. Yep. A lot of people, uh, people go driving to church, to church. with the family and listen yep. to it. So. Yeah. And listen. Yeah, people go themselves. on trips. What, what a way to listening. Yeah, what what a way to prepare yourself for the preaching of the Word of God on Sundays by listening to Alan Dan on Tim Talks. <laughs> oh man, I don't know if that's such a good. There's got to be something better than that to prepare you spiritually. <laughs> yeah, you better listen to it on the way home. Listen to it on the way home. That'd be better. You know, that way, if your pastor's message was a dud, at least you got us to kind of fill the blanks. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you got to be careful talking about Cleveland Baptist like that. Oh, that's true. That's true. Sorry. Sorry. We, we try not to identify. We don't use names sometimes, but sometimes you got us. So. Oh, man. No way. No way. No, I was thinking more of the Canton and Salina area, the Ashland, Ohio area. Those those areas have big flops sometimes, those guys, but not, not Cleveland. No. Yeah, I would not no. know. <laughs> no, you wouldn't know. No. no. It never goes as deep as Columbus. It never gets that far. It's only in those areas. So, way yeah, to go. N- nobody. It, it's like uh, I'm naked, uh, not not Nicodemus, Nathaniel. Uh, I'm Nathaniel. Oh, yeah. Can anything good come out you of are. Columbus? So everybody's That's surprised. True. My one one good sermon a year is all that Ooh. anybody even hopes for. Wow. And even well, then, you know, coming from Simcoe, even then, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you don't always get that one. <laughs> Coming from Simcoe, if you know Simcoe, Ontario, can any good thing come out of Simcoe? The answer is still no. <laughs> We're still waiting. We're still hoping and begging God for one good thing to come out of that little burg. Oh, my. What a place. All right. Unbelievable. Hey, what's the biggest bomb of a sermon that you can remember oh. giving uh, as That's a pastor? Funny, I was thinking the as thing. a pastor. Yeah. As a pastor. i got to yeah. try to think of mine. Oh, I've man. done a yeah. few. Well, I was in the pastorate when I did it, but I was in another place when I preached it. Oh, 
And I was at Crown College, and I was preaching their missions conference at the church there. And I, oh, yes. a guy gave me a guy <laughs> gave me this thing. It was so cool. If you take someone's wristwatch and you put it on someone's right arm, it there's something about the electrical field of the body. It's got to have a battery in the watch, and you you tell a guy to put his right right arm out, and you push down on that right arm without the watch, and he can he can usually fight it off. Yeah. Once you put that watch on, it becomes very, very difficult. And so I had these guys line up on the stage, and I'm talking about the power of God and the Holy Spirit represented in this watch and how the power <laughs> of God, God can God can make you, you know, strong or weak or whatever. And so I just called these guys up. I, I should have checked ahead of time. I didn't. And I had like three guys there that were like in the Marines. I think one guy was a Navy SEAL, and they were just <laughs> ripped. They were huge. Their jackets were so tight. Their arms were so big. And so I put that thing on there, and those guys didn't budge. <laughs> Unbelievable. And I'm, I'm like, standing on their arms, and they're holding it straight out, you know. <laughs> see, see how the power of God, you know. I get done, and Brother Sexton says, what was that all about? <laughs> like, I, that wasn't supposed to happen that way. I would just like to say that I've never been back. I've never preached that again. It was so bad. I apologize, Brother Sexton. I apologize. Oh, I felt like an idiot. And it worked so good. I did it in a couple other churches and it worked so good. I've seen it. And people you did like, it well. Man, yeah. that's weird. Yeah, but it didn't work there. So if you're going to do that, the, the prerequisite has to be, have you ever been in the military at all, ever? And if the answer is yes. Oh, Wow. So that was that was a huge flopola. How about you? Well, I, I mean I, I can think of a lot of bombs that I that I <laughs> eggs that I've laid. You know, I remember this one year I was only putting like maybe two or three sermons a year on our website and I couldn't find one. <laughs> but uh but anyway, one of the ones that everybody still laughs at me about is uh, I was preaching and about how God will answer prayer, and I said, uh, "Do you need faith? You know, ask God, ask God, and whoop, there it is. You know, and and if it, uh. and I said it like probably five or six times. You know, you need whoop, you need pr- provision from God. Whoop, there it is. You know, and I didn't say whoop, but but you know, whoop. You know, I just you know, God will give it immediately." I didn't know it was a song, and so you know, I, I, every time I said it, all the all the college age people they're like looking at each other across the room and texting, and you know, and, and they're all going, "I can't believe your dad's saying whoop, there it is." You know, they're texting all my kids, and you know, and I and I probably did it like five or six times, you know, and every time I do it is like, "What are they laughing at?" You know, what 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 am I saying? Yeah, and. Oh well, I just keep going, you know, and I keep digging the hole deeper and deeper and deeper, you know. And so he's still talking about, uh, and I said, I don't know what you guys are talking about. And then, 
you know, they one of them pulled it yeah. up on their phone and they said, it. "Idiot, right. boop, there it is." You go, whatever. And I'm thinking, oh, you should have known when they when they all stood up and started putting their hands up in the air and you know pushing the air up with their hands. You should have known by then something's going on. So. But you know, something's oh. going on, and I don't know what it is. Oh. And you yes. know, oh well, I'm yeah. just going to keep going. Yeah, well, same same with me, and I think I've mentioned the story before, but I'm I'm you know, doing my year-end meeting with our people, and I'm going through the standards of the church, and I'm trying to convey that we need to be modest. And, you know, I know it's hard. I know it's hard to find clothes today that are modest. And I said to the ladies, I know, I understand to find skirts that are long enough and, and you know, tops that are modest. And, guys, we need to be modest. And I said, I, I understand. I said, I spent two hours in my office today just trying to find people with clothes on <laughs> I want to say modest clothes. Oh my goodness, they lost it, and my kids are dying. And I, I immediately realized what I had said, and I just said, "That's the end of the meeting. Let's bar heads. We're going home." I can hardly pray because people are laughing so hard. But oh man, yeah, I usually you, mess you up say the wrong much, thing sometimes. much more in announcements and prayer time than I yeah. do in my sermons. Yeah. But I do mess up plenty mm-hmm. in the sermons. But, uh, oh, man, absolutely. especially I remember in, in Cleveland, and uh, I gave the announcements on on Sunday morning right around this time of year and uh, talking mm-hmm. about, you know, in order for something to be uh, qualified uh, to be able to get credit, it needs to be given in that year. And so, uh, you know, any year-end giving needs to be done. It's got to either be oh, given no. in time or postmarked, you know. And I said rear-end oh, giving, no. you know. Yes. And so if I you plan it's... on rear-end giving, and I, I said it a couple of times, <laughs> and then afterward everybody's mocking me, making fun of me. And so I got to do the announcement oh, yeah. Sunday night. And so uh, I oh. knew yeah, I'm going, I'm not going to do that again. I did it twice again. I did it again <laughs> on Sunday night. I said rear end giving, and by that time they started laughing. I I just like stopped and shook my head and just went on, you know. But uh, I've done yeah. many things like that in announcements. Oh man! Oh, oh, it happens. It happens. Hey, speaking of messed up, to keep in the theme of this week. Yes, this world is messed up. Amen. It sure is. What do you think is going to happen this year? What any any oh, my to goodness. anything that might happen this year? A little prophecy, a little prophetical. Well, the world market, the world stage. You know, you got uh, you got Elon Musk finally showing mm. real hard evidence of collusion yeah. with a government or with a party in yeah. the government in an election, yeah. and everybody's yawning about it. I couldn't tell you. You know, yeah. I mean. So they say the House is going to do something about it, but and eh, you know people are going to say, no, I'm not showing oh. up. I'm not going to do it. I mean, you're right. sort of – I don't know what power they would have to be able to – you know, they've yeah. not they've not done anything in the last 15 years, you know, as far as holding right. somebody accountable. So why, why would they start now? But, uh, you know, mm-hmm. that's one thing that, that is just a – Huge thing, of course, that we knew 
and it was very evident and of course lie 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 oh no we don't do anything like that so right. i think a couple of those people that lied on twitter ought to be back and in, in uh, and i have to be convicted because they lied to congress right right Right. Yeah. The problem is in both political circles in the United States and here, here's the problem. People know that's going, they know what's going on and they just, they, they turn their heads cause it's like, we can't fix it. We're not going to fix it. Nobody's going to fix it. Um, that's just the way it is. Get ready. That's, you know, there's corruption. There's going to be corruption. So just turn your head because we don't trust anybody. People don't want to vote anymore. People don't tr- trust people that are voted in anymore. It's really a sad situation. And most people are not voting for the issues. They're, they're just voting because, well, we got to get somebody in there and this is better than the other guy or whatever. And, and that's what happens. And, you know, and then on this side of the border, we've got our, our mealy mouth prime minister that, and I, and I really don't like to talk bad about the office of the prime minister. I, I, it really bothers me to do that. I've never done it, but it's to a point where I've got to say something that our prime minister face-to-face with the leader of China says nothing about the issues there, but comes home and says, I can't believe China is not letting their people protest. They need to be able to protest. They need to have voice. They need to be free to, to share their burdens and, and you know the things that are important to them. And meanwhile, he's shutting down the bank accounts of our truckers and you Who know protested. arresting people because they want to protest. Yes. Yeah. Unbelievable. Mm-hmm. And I just saw on the news the other day that you know and this this will be post that when this comes out but um the far far left party here who is supporting him so that he can get anything through the House of Commons I uh, just said the other day either he's going to give millions or maybe billions of dollars to the um hospitals and nurses and doctors of our oh. country or we are not going to support him anymore and if they don't there would be an election called and I really believe he would lose so I don't know I'm I don't want to see more money wasted yes um, but at the same time oh, we've got to get him out of office here it's just terrible and to get a conservative guy in oh my goodness how oh, we need that so that's that's something that I see that I think is going to be maybe hotly contested this year that'd be all right with me we need that I wouldn't doubt if while the world is focusing on Russia and the Ukraine, if China mm-hmm. does not do some kind of a military action. I don't think they'll go into India because right. India has nuclear weapons and it's enough of a deterrent. Taiwan. you know. But I can see them making some military moves in some other areas. They, they have been. They've been gaining yeah. islands and building bases on islands which – we're yep. not in inside their territory, and so they're expanding their mm-hmm. territory in that way. But uh, they are they are very very aggressive. Um, you know, mm-hmm. it's interesting. You don't you don't hear anything really of China in uh, in end time prophecy, but you definitely hear mm-hmm. Russia. You know, Gog and Magog. Yeah. So um, it, yeah. I wonder if China may not try to overreach, and then you know who knows what's going to happen that. That they may be more yeah. decimated, or maybe their whole maybe their whole economy goes belly up, and they you know are are sort of non-existent as a world power. I have no idea. I, yeah. I just know what's yeah. in the Bible is going to come true. But yeah, I I think Taiwan. It's not a matter of you know oh, if it's a matter yes. of when. Oh yes, they take Taiwan. Well, they'll do it. Uh, which would be they'll do huge. it while we don't have a strong leader in the White House. So. They've got a couple of years well, left. Well, yeah, 
yeah, what that's that's going to go quick. They got that. Um, I I really think China will play in the end times. I think I think they're going to unite with either Iran or uh, with Russia. I, I think that's going to be part of that massive force. Um, I don't know, but they're, they're definitely they're definitely a game changer. Sure. They've got the money, they've got the production. Uh, we've seen what they've done to the world in just delaying the transport of goods. Um, they shut down the auto industry for you know almost two years because they couldn't get the chips to run the dumb things. So there's that. So I think that's going to be part. Um, and and I think you know we're seeing huge immigration problems, both legal and illegal, in a lot of countries. Oh yes, people are shifting around the world. Um, the reports coming out of you know Texas and and uh, oh, New Mexico and some of the other southern states. Your border guards are overwhelmed. They're quitting in droves. I know, and and that border's gonna that border's gonna be unmanned, and people are gonna flood in that thing. Oh my goodness, the the devastation that could have on your economy and on crime and other things there in the United States. Uh, we hear about it all the time, but unless something's done soon, uh, you're gonna have some well, major. Well, I wouldn't be there. surprised if uh, if the uh, cabinet member responsible for the border uh, situation isn't impeached. I don't think they'll try to yeah. impeach uh, the president, but I think they'll impeach the person, you know, to make him have to, uh, mm. you know, shore up the border pretty much. But, you know, you could yeah. you can elongate that as long as you want, you yeah. know. Yeah. I'll tell you, uh, Europe is seeing problems. Germany is being overrun. France is being overrun. Uh, people coming from Arab nations. Uh, we're seeing a huge increase here in the United States, or in Canada, I should say. The United States as well, I guess. Um, people f- fleeing those countries, and, and some because they see uh, the problems that are there. They want some freedom. They they want to be able to study, perhaps, the Word of God. Some, maybe not all, but some. Um, I can see that how that's going to change things in the next year or two. Um, there, there's some great movement going on in the world and shifting. In England and, uh, and the Netherlands, there are areas that are no police zones. The police right, right. will not France go too. in those areas yep. because yeah. uh, because of retribution from the uh, from the mm-hmm. immigrants that are there. They they right. are handling it themselves. And in in yeah. in some of these areas, women are being raped multiple times because yeah. it's it's such a great danger, uh, you mm-hmm. know, for them. It, it just it, it's it's lawlessness, and mm-hmm. we as a world we're getting what we deserve because whenever mm-hmm. you eschew God, whenever you um, you know rebel against law. Uh, God's law, and you come up with your own mm-hmm. law. Um, it's never going to mimic God's law, and so you know right. we're 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 casting that upon ourselves. Yeah, you know it is exciting though. As much as we hate to see this stuff happen, it, it is aligning us for Amen. the coming of an Antichrist. Amen. We have said that, but it's it's, it's exciting to me. I'm and excited. every day you hear bad news. I'm like, good. Oh. Good. Give me some more bad news, man. You're telling me Jesus is coming. Amen. And I just, I see it. I see it so clearly. And if it's not in our lifetime, I will be surprised. I really yes. will. Yeah. I know preachers have said that, but it just seems like everything is right there. The fall of the, you know, I, I don't know what's going to happen, this whole cryptocurrency thing, but the fall of the uh, the exchange for the cryptocurrency, um, you know, governments 
scrambling to you know correct uh, huge financial problems. This whole electric car deal, the, the money spent on the environment, all that stuff. Just wow! It's just crisis after crisis after mm-hmm. crisis that somebody's going to walk in and say, "I got the solution." Amen. And that'll be it. That is exactly we'll be right. Gone. That's exactly wow. right. And of course, I I so. I wonder how much of the crisis may be the rapture, too. You know? Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, all that. Wow. It's been a good year, my friend. It's been a good year past, and I'm looking forward to a great year this year. Yeah, a and, lot of trouble. Uh, I don't know but, what the Lord's going to do. But this world's full of trouble. You know, you think of the yeah. people in the in the uh, teens that had to deal with World War One, and uh, yeah. then World War Two. Uh, when I was growing up in the 60s, mm-hmm. I mean, America was in upheaval Vietnam. over Vietnam and uh, the hippie movement. and it, So there's always been, you know, grief and heartache and yep. trouble. And so this is a great time to tell people about the Lord. It, I, I don't think there's as many people who are, who are revealing a true belief in Christ— that in their lifestyle, in their manner, just showing that they're a dedicated Christian. You know, not for show, right. but revealing that they truly are rooted in Christ. And so you're right. right. You said it the other the other week, man, people are looking for something real and we've yeah. got it. We need to live like it and and I'm excited. Yeah. Yeah. Quit being silent, Christians. Quit quit holding back. Now's the time to be bold. Now's the time to speak up. Now's the time to point things out. People are people are scared. People are scared of what's happening. They see that the world is spinning out of control and they see no hope. And we've got to give them that hope of Jesus Christ. And uh, I had a couple really good opportunities to witness to some guys when I was in Cleveland uh, back when we recorded a few weeks ago. Uh, my brother-in-law and I were out together, and we talked to, th- I think, three different people and Amen. gave them the gospel. Amen. And all of them, all three of them, you know, said, we, we don't get it. One guy said this. I, it was really sad. The guy was listening. We were in a store. He was listening to music that was so satanic, it just... It made my skin crawl, mm. just right from the pit of hell. And he said, you know what? He said, I've been told that I'm going to die when I'm 54 by two people. I said, how old are you? He said, I'm 51. He said, I got three years to live. I'm going to die. And I said, are you prepared to meet the maker? Nah, I don't know. I don't mm-hmm. know. I don't know. I, I, I know what the Bible says, but I don't know. I don't, I don't really care. I could die today. It wouldn't matter to me. I said, really? I said, wow. Mm-hmm. I said, man, I've got a great life. I want to live life. I said, I, I hate to leave this life because it's so good, but I know that the life to come is even better. Amen. And he goes, well, you know, taking my chance. I said, well, let me ask you this. If the Bible is right, I said, what do you got? He said, I got nothing. I said, you're in serious trouble. He goes, you're right, I am. And so people know. They Amen. Got so give them the gospel. Yeah, wow. I, I asked our um, congregation one time, I said, Raise your hand if anyone has ever laughed at you before. If you've done something silly or stupid and, you know, mm. if you've ever been laughed at before. And, of course, everybody's hand went up. And I said, I can't believe it. And you're still here. You're still alive. You didn't commit suicide. You know, isn't that amazing? Mm. Then why are we so afraid of somebody making fun of us if we tell them about the Lord? You know, let's just yeah. give people the gospel. If somebody rejects, if somebody yeah. laughs, fine. 
We're not yeah. accountable for what they do, but some will believe. Yeah. But how will they hear except they be sent, yeah. you know? Yeah, 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 for sure. Well, another good one, another good uh, topic today for those who uh, just need a little thought-provoking conversation, some good fellowship, a couple yep. of good friends, just to sit around and listen to two preachers gab a little bit. Yes, good, and don't good. solve anything. I loved it. No, no, um, Jesus has the answers. We just wrote the problems. He's the answer <laughs> to every problem. He is. Boy, he sure he is. is. Boy, how glad yes. I am that I'm saved. Yeah, me too. Speaking of problems, I'm Al Stone, and I'm in St. Thomas, Ontario, Canada. That's a problem. I need to get out and get going, doing something, and I'm going to be soon. Hey, listen, if I can help you, 2023 is pretty booked up for me. i got to be honest with you. Amen. I've done really well this year. Uh, people asking, and but 2024, I'm already working on that for next uh, the next year. I've got some meetings coming, and uh, a, num- a number of meetings, actually, but uh, if I can help you in 2024... I would love to come by and share with you. Um, you're going to get in right on the tail end of reaching this nation with the gospel and right at the forefront of trying to reach America with the gospel. Amen. And I would love to share that with you in your church. So let me know. That would be awesome. I'm Al Stone in St. Thomas. This is Dan Wolven in Columbus, Ohio. Uh, thank you for leaving us a rating, a review, and, of course, subscribing on your favorite podcast listening platform. So uh, we're looking forward to this year. This could be the year the Lord comes. What a year that that would be. Amen. And so uh, if the Lord comes today, I won't have Mm -hmm. to endure the humiliation of the Buckeyes losing tomorrow. There you go. There you go. And if the Lord comes today, you can tune in to Brother Wolven on Monday. Um, I'll uh, I'll be absent. <laughs> this is Tim Talks. This is the weekend. Church is on Sunday. Be there. Amen. Be excited. Get involved. Do something. And then plan on Monday. We'll be back because this is the Tim Talks. Amen. Have a great day. A great weekend because we care for you. This is Tim Talks. No, we don't. you've been listening to tim talks taking interest in ministry with new podcasts added each monday wednesday and friday to learn more about your host dr al stone and pastor dan wolven you can visit us at timtalks.com that's t-i-i-m talks.com